13? Close. 14. No, you're right. You're right. It is 13. On the dot. Yeah, there you go. I'm just going to never do my research and see what episode. I'm just going <laughs> to. Hey, it, it made for good radio, you know? Yeah, great radio. Uh, episode 13. 13. Football yep. back. Uh, we're recording this before the Texans Chiefs game. Um, going to be a good one. It is going to be good. I'm just. I want to hear that Sunday night football theme. That's when I'll. So I was talking to my brother today. Um, it just doesn't feel back yet. I'm sure once I yeah, hear I agree. music, it's going to really kick in, but it's just not there yet. Well, it's it's the first time there's been no preseason, which, I mean, I'm not complaining about because I always hated the preseason. But I, the only taste of football we've gotten is basically hard knocks and you know videos that you see on Twitter that teams post. So. This is like literally gonna be the first time that we see all these players and these teams go full action. So I'm excited. I think it could be pretty ugly right away. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, we're gonna talk a quick little bit of NBA, and then we're gonna get into full NFL preview, and some predictions and stuff like that. Um, NBA, we've been off for a few weeks. We got a we got school. We've had yeah. some so we went. <laughs> found time for both of us to really talk about it covid's going around too you know we still got to deal with the pandemic every now and then so got people going in and out of the state going home so it's it's crazy right now yeah so nba um we're in the conference semis we got a game mm-hmm. seven tomorrow night actually that's what i want to start off with uh the Raptors <laughs> game six last night was exhausting electric electric <laughs> I, I, uh, I mean, it just didn't stop. I mean, the refs, the announcers were not happy with the refs. Um, nope. Just back and forth, didn't stop. It was, it was ugly too. That there were so many loose balls. Like the last uh, possession for the Celtics, I think at after they tied it, Nick Nurse was basically standing on the court in the corner. And finesse the turnover out of Jason Tatum, who basically just threw it straight to the corner. Yeah, I remember seeing that. And um, <laughs> props to Jason Tatum. He didn't blame yes. us. He's like, yeah, Nick Nurse was fine. I mean, that's my fault. So True. He, didn't, he didn't try to deflect the blame on anybody but himself. So that's a humble move by yeah. anybody like him. But, that's why I like Jason Tatum. Yeah, he's a good guy. Good player. Um, I'm going to give a shout-out to Kyle Lowry. The guy's actually playing very well. Yes. He could. He was shooting the lights out last night, hitting step back mm-hmm. rainbow threes and just draining them. Um, I think. I think it's time that. I don't know if the championship season last year kind of got the uh, the criticism away from Kyle Lowry, but Kyle Lowry's steps. He's very good. He's a great point guard. I, I was thinking about it as I was watching this matchup, and I'm like, I was thinking right now for really looking at it. If we're talking about who is the like greater point guard in terms of all time, Kemba or Kyle Lowry, because that was the matchup. And I'm I'm watching the game, and I think Kyle Lowry, you know, he's not as flashy as Kemba, but he just makes so many plays on the court. Like I love as a pure basketball, as a basketball purist, you see the plays that Lowry makes, like charges or rotations, extra passes, like deflections and steals. Like how many times he he gets like the Iguodala swipe on LeBron. I love watching Kyle Lowry play. And I think honestly my take between him and Kemba is I think Kyle Lowry is an underrated point guard. A lot of people say he's overrated. I think he's underrated. I completely agree with that. And uh championship speaking, DNA. Speaking of the Iggy Godala swipe, the Raptors force so many turnovers just by that play. There are so many times exactly. they kind of leave their feet and make a pass. And mm-hmm. they were they were getting their hands in there and getting on the fast break getting numbers, things of that, uh, things of that nature. And it was pretty impressive to watch. I mean, not only the Raptors, I mean, both sides defensively were playing pretty well. Yeah. Um, it was a really physical game. I think there was a lot of people complaining on Twitter about the missed call on Kemba's layup at the end. Of the oh, game. that was terrible. He got killed. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, you know, the NBA came out actually a couple hours ago and said that they got that call wrong, so – Thanks, NBA. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, the refs have had – they've gotten a lot of uh, criticism off these last few weeks of games. Um, if you well, – the 
we're going to transition here actually to the, the Bucks and Heat series. Mm-hmm. They eliminated the Bucks in five, which not a lot of people saw coming. Um, yeah, I, I could have I I seen the Heat winning, but I didn't think it would be that fast. Yeah, they were dominant. I mean, they just dominated the series. The Heat are a better overall team. They just have deeper mm-hmm. players, uh, a deeper roster, I meant to say. Um, Tyler Hero, he's proven he's a beast. Star. He's getting. Mm-hmm. I, I saw a tweet. A guy tweeted out today a, a picture of Tyler Hero, and he said, uh, I became a fan uh, once the day came where Tyler Hero walked into my shop and bought $300 worth of backwoods. So I'm a, I'm a big Tyler Hero fan. Um, He's living out there in South Beach. Of course, he's gonna Give me buckets. He's gonna dabble with uh, some hot leaf. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be in the clouds, air air hero. Yeah, uh, twenty years old. He's getting into his first conference finals. That is younger than both MJ and LeBron. MJ and LeBron, which is, I mean, obviously Tyler Hero is like. His so he's basically the next MJ. Yeah, we're go if you if you read in between the lines. Yeah, but uh, he's obviously not playing the same role that MJ and LeBron did in their first conference finals. Uh, but like, Hero's proven that he's he's gonna be here for a while. I yeah, mean, he's a big shot maker. Big shots, um, making big good plays on defense. He's also making smart plays. He's not like he's not doing what I see Michael Porter Jr. doing, where he's trying to do too, yeah. and then he's throwing. Well, Thing, like, you think Michael Porter Jr. is doing too much? Because uh, according to his press conference, he said he needs to get more touches. Yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> I didn't like it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, I didn't like it either. I, I don't know what he's talking about. He needs to know his role. And I think that's the biggest thing, like difference between a guy like MPJ and a guy like Tyler Hero, where Jimmy Butler, as a leader in the locker room, has gotten everybody to buy into what they're doing. And a lot of that has to do with their mm-hmm. coach, Eric Spolstra, too. I mean, in 2000. Yeah, shout out Spo. Yeah, I mean, they've stuck with him. I mean, they almost got rid of him in 2010, 2011, because of their loss in the uh, NBA Finals. The finals, yeah. So, for the Heat and Pat Riley and their, their crew up above uh, in the Heat organization to stick with him, that is, I mean, just proves their trust in Eric Spolstra and their system. And uh, it's really impressive. I wouldn't be shocked to see them take the uh take the eastern conference over over the celtics or toronto i that's what i agree too i think either you know celtics raptors whoever wins that game i think it's gonna be the celtics i don't think either of those teams are gonna be ready for the heat the heat have more rest i saw a tweet today too uh before that game seven jimmy butler's gonna be running around the hotel pulling all the fire alarms so those all those players are gonna be exhausted heat are fresh they're on a roll they're playing well right now I think the heat end up making the NBA finals which is crazy because I never thought I would say that at the beginning of this year not at all I think I think they're clearly the best team they're playing as one of the best teams in the whole league right now oh for sure Uh, so yeah just overall they're my pick to come out of the east Mm -hmm. I agree with that um, go on to the West for a second. Um, Lakers and Clippers are both up 2-1. Um, no, Clippers just put it at 3-1. Clippers 3-1. Yep. 3-1 last night. Um, it's weird. The East has gone kind of off the rails based off of what we all expected, and the West is kind of what we are expecting. Yeah. So, there's not really a whole lot to say. I mean, LeBron had a really good game the other night. Uh, he had 29 in the first half, and they were actually down three at that mm-hmm. moment. But um, they're doing their thing. Uh, the biggest thing I want to get to with the Lakers is the um, performance that Rajon Rondo had. Oh, beast. Yeah. That was throwback Rondo. You put Rondo on prime time. I was trying to tell the Bulls back in 2017 when we had Rondo. I, I tried to call it guard packs. He didn't pick up. And I'm like, hey, if we play every game on TNT on national television with Rondo starting, we will win every game. Still going to keep him. Rondo just needs uh, – <laughs> Yeah, he just needs TNT on. He just needs the team, TNT cameras on him. Um, Rondo, he was so extra. I love him. Some things I had never seen him do before. He's hitting step back threes, mm-hmm. um, and confidently hitting them. And yeah. that, he's never really been. He's never been known for that. He's always been. No, in and that was the whole thing throughout the whole year too. That the Lakers' only need was a point guard who could 
shoot and play make because, you know, people didn't think Rondo was it. They didn't really want to play LeBron at the point. If Rondo can shoot like that and play like that all the time, which, you know, I think you can rely on Rondo. He's, I mean, a champion. He's got that experience. All the power to him. I'd, I'd roll out with Rondo. Mm-hmm. Take Danny Green out. Danny Green can't hit. Oh, Danny Green. He's uh, a <laughs> – hey, he's trending on Twitter almost every game, though, so good for him. Every single time. I mean literally, – Literally every oh. game. I mean, Danny Green makes P.J. Tucker look like Reggie Miller. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's <laughs> bad. But um, I think Lakers, Clippers will uh will meet up eventually, and that I have no clue what's going to go on with that. So I'm just excited to watch that. Yep, I agree. Um, it's going to be a coin flip between Lakers, Clippers. I think. I hope it goes seven if they if Me they too. the way they should in the conference semis. Yeah. Uh, that'll be a fun series. Finally, something that's not so predictable in the West. Besides, like, the, the Jazz Nuggets series and how that went, because that, yep. that was a really good, entertaining series with a, kind of a poor ending. But, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, just kind of tale of two different conferences with the way yeah, – Exactly. Playoffs. And I think uh, – I mean, maybe we could have a whole other episode where we talk about it, but this offseason for the Bucks, man, and Giannis and their future, is it's going to be interesting to see what they do this summer, especially yeah. with – got to look at the East – Celtics are about to get more experience. Heat are coming back. All these stars, these blossoming stars are turn, starting to turn into, you know, actual stars like Tatum, Siakam. And the Nets are going to be there next year, too. People yeah. forgot about the Nets with Kyrie and KD. So the time is now for the Bucks, but we'll, that might be a topic for another day. Yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, the Celtics have another <laughs> lottery pick. Um, although Giannis did come out and say that he wants to stay. Um, mm. who knows how, who knows how we'll see, we'll see that, but, um, I did hear a rumor that he wants to bring Chris Paul there. We'll see. No, I would, I would like that duo, but we'll see. That's a pretty good duo. But, um, yeah, that's the topic for, we'll have to wait until the off season for that to <laughs> kind of really pick up. True. Um, so that's really what all I, all I got for NBA right now. A little quick skim of, uh, what's happened in the past week or so. Um, the main event for what we're going to try and get into is the NFL. Kicks off tonight. Uh, you'll probably be football time, baby. You'll probably be listening to this after the uh, result of Kansas City and Houston. But we're going to do a good little NFL preview, give some predictions, maybe some other things like that. Um, finally. I'm just – finally, it's back. <laughs> it's about time, man. Oh, it's my favorite thing to watch. I've loved – it's been my favorite sport to watch for years, the NFL. Um, it just – it won't hit yet until that theme music comes out. Until that, that opening kickoff and that first play. First first touchdown is always, you know, a rush of excitement. So, yeah, I I'm had, excited. I had a fantasy draft on Tuesday night. Um, fantasy football is back now, too. It still this doesn't yeah. feel like it's there yet, but – because it's it's you know if you want to let the viewers know why it doesn't feel like it's there because you we have a different fan you're in a different fantasy league this year. Yes, I I, I understand our our old league uh, disbanded. Me and Coop were in the same league, and um, I just absolutely ran that league. You know, three championships out of four years. So I guess Cooper decided hey. to disband it. So <laughs> no. You were one of, like, five people who took it seriously. Hey, you know what? I am i can't speak for my competitors. All I know is I put my A game in it every year. Came out on top. But I'm retired now, so I'll just watch yeah. football to enjoy it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm commissioning uh, our fraternity houses league now, which nobody else. How many guys? Uh, it's also 10. 10? We okay. some more people, but I had to make some tough cuts. I had to, I had to lay the law down and be like, I want to keep it at 10. I'm sorry. I there you to, go. Commissioner moves. You know, commissioner speaks. What he says goes. Yeah, I felt kind of bad because they they really wanted to, and I bet like they could take. It, <laughs> but you know, I, I feel that. But um, that's besides the point. Um, what do we want to previous get start off preview? I um, let's, let's start with our division here. Yeah, let's just start off with the NFC North because I feel like that's regionally what's going to make the most sense. And then we should get into picking division winners, like kind of what the playoff picture is going to look like in your eyes. Yep. And we'll go from there. Uh, right. North. right now, 
the last time I checked, the Vikings are the betting favorite to win the NFC North at – it's, like, right around uh, – a little bit in positive money. Uh, um, it's interesting. So, it goes Vikings at the favorite. Packers are at two. And then I believe the Bears are – Lions-Bears. It goes Lions-Bears? I think it's – yes, it is. They stay asleep. Huh. That's a little interesting. Um, it is interesting. It's. I've seen a lot of experts say that they expect a drop off from the Packers and the Vikings. They expect that's them. what. I, mm-hmm. So I don't know. Uh, it's going to be a really weird division this year. I think the Packers are for sure going to take a step back. I think this is the end of the Rodgers tenure. There, they already have tension. They drafted a new QB, new coach. Uh, they had the coach last year. Um, I don't know. I think it's. They're losing all their weapons. They didn't do anything to really help Rodgers out in the offseason. I can see them take a step back. Vikings, uh, maybe not so much. I feel like they'll be as good as they were last year. But I think the Bears will improve from last year by only like one or two games. I think they'll go back kind of to how they were in 2018, so long as Mitch is decent. Well, I want to I want to jump in here for a second. Mitch yeah, came, go ahead. said he has his confidence back. How much do you exactly. buy? Exactly. How do I? How much do I buy it? Uh, I buy it because the problem with Mitch is all that stuff is him. His confidence is him stopping himself. He's in his own head. So if he can convince himself that you know he's back to playing at a Pro Bowl level, which he was literally the year before, I mean that's all. That's all. That's been the problem with Mitch is is him as a leader, him being mentally strong. If he can fix that, and I think Nick Foles has definitely helped him with that. Um, you know, maybe we might see a, a breakout year for Mitch. Yeah, and I think it's absolutely the right move by the Bears to uh, start Trubisky over Foles. Now, I mean, there's no choice, really. Yeah. The, what uh, I heard somebody say is, like, if you started Foles over Trubisky, like, week one, I think that would have been an absolute, like, middle finger to Trubisky based play oh, yeah. organization because, like, and pace. He's already given up on him. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mitch is going to have three, four games at very least to prove that he's not a bust. And all he has to do is play decent through those first four games. One, against, one of them is against the Lions. And Mitch always tears up the Lions. But if he's coming out and plays exactly like he did last year, I could see him getting pulled in pretty early. Yeah, and uh... – that is actually one of my favorite betting lines this week. So uh, the Bears are uh, <laughs> when they'll pull Trubisky. No, 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 no. I'm talking. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm talking about uh, betting lines. Uh, oh, the Bears it. are, from what I saw last, a three-point underdog against Detroit. It might have shifted towards the Bears' favor, but I think the Bears win that game outright. I'm a little surprised mm-hmm. to see um, Chicago being underdogs, like to that extent. I thought it'd be kind of closer to a pick'em. Um, a lot of people see Detroit being an improvement this year, too. Just cause the only issue is um, they lost their best defensive player in Darius Slay. But their offense is still going to be just fine. They have enough weapons on that side, especially in Kenny Galladay and TJ Hawkinson, who's going to be in his second mm-hmm. year as tight end. Um, Marvin Jones Jr., he's also there. Eh, they'll be decent. I'm not really worried about them. Uh, they'll be middle of the pack. We'll see. I'm I, I might start last year. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Stafford's the only thing they got going for them. But my prediction for the conference this year, I think it's going to go Vikings, Bears, Packers, Lions. I flip-flop the uh, Packers and uh, whatever you call it. Uh, Bears. I, I think – Yeah. I, I could absolutely see it going like 10-6, and 9-7, and 8-8, 7-9. Eight That's I, how I see it. I see it being really balanced this year. Yeah, I see it being a lot more balanced. I, could, I wouldn't be shocked to see – any of the three of the top three pull off a division win. Um, Detroit, I'd be more surprised to see them make a playoff push. Same. Um, again, I wouldn't be surprised to see any of those three um, win the division this year. But again, the only issue that I have with the NFC North is how many wild card teams could they possibly get? Because there's an extra uh, playoff spot this year. Two? Oh, there's an extra one. Yeah, so we got seven teams from each conference making a playoff. Six. I don't know. They could get three, but 
I, I kind of wanted to – if I think there's going to be a conference with two wild cards, kind of transition in the next division, um, NFC West, I think that division is loaded. So we got the Rams, Seahawks, Niners, and Cardinals. Yes. Um, I could – I mean, all four of those teams could make our playoff teams. Two of them are Super Bowl contenders, and then one was literally in the Super Bowl two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is going to be the, the one of the best divisions in football, one of the most competitive. I think Cardinals are going to break out. Niners and Seahawks are still going to be there. And, you know, Rams, they're, they're not a bad team. They have great players, uh, Aaron Donald, Jared Goff. Um, they lost Ty Gurley, but my prediction, I think it's going to go Seahawks, Cardinals, I think Niners are going to just take a step back, then Rams. But I still think they get three playoff teams. I agree. Um, would you have uh, Seattle one, San Francisco mm-hmm. two, Arizona three? That's exactly. Uh, other way around. Yep. I had Arizona two. Arizona two? Yeah. yeah. I think they'll tie and get like a tiebreaker or something like that. It'll be close. Yeah, no, I, I agree 100%, but I have uh, San Francisco ahead of Arizona. Um, I, I'm low on the Rams this year. They lost Gurley. And, I mean, I don't think that's actually that big of a loss. Yeah. So, now going to be a young Daryl Henderson. I think he, he's like questionable. To, um, they're just not the same as they were two years ago. Obviously they just paid Jalen Ramsey an entire brand. $21 million a year as a cornerback. Uh, fresh. Yeah. He's entertainment. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's, I'm not saying he's like good. I'm not saying yeah. he's bad. Obviously, he's like a top three corner in the league. Mm-hmm. But are we really going to pay a cornerback 21 million? Is he really worth that much? I mean, he better play like that this year. I, I think they're investing a lot. But yeah, I mean, obviously, they've got Aaron Donald, who's arguably <laughs> better in the NFL, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they're a really complete team like they were two years ago. No, they're not. Mm-hmm. But, but Seahawks, on the other hand, they're still there. Yeah. Oh, I, I think the Seahawks, um, that's who I think is going to be the number one seed in the NFC. I think the Jamal Adams trade was absolutely huge for them. Yep. Um, got him and Bobby Wagner together on the defensive side of the ball. Um, obviously, they still have Pete Carroll, who's a very experienced coach, Super Bowl champion, multiple NFC championship winner. Um, and then on the other big side, gum guy, big gum chewer. Surprisingly, he's never won. He's never gotten an. And I'm mumbling. Uh, I'm running. Come on, <laughs> uh, never, NFL. Never gotten an MVP vote ever. Uh yeah. Who are we talking about? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Uh, you're kind of cutting in and out a little bit, but we'll make it work. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Russell Wilson. I. I mean, I think Lamar obviously was head and shoulders. The, uh, the MVP last year, but Russell Wilson definitely had a great season, and uh, he definitely deserved to be number two. It's kind of like a Giannis and Harden dynamic, but then Mahomes is like LeBron, where he's just like, once it comes down to the playoffs, you know who's the best. Yes. Or Brady. You know, it could be either. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's shift to the NFC South for a second. Mm-hmm. This is another division that you could also say is arguably one of the better ones in football. That's yep. only took out the Panthers. Um, the Panthers are going to be, in my opinion, in contending for the number one pick, even though I love Teddy Bridgewater and Christian McCaffrey's the best fantasy player in the league, one of the better all-around offensive players in the league. But the beast. They just, you know, they got a new coach in Matt Rule. They're going to be kind of experience, like experimenting. Yeah. They, got, they got stuff to figure out, so I, I, can, I don't expect them to come out right away. Yeah, I expect them to score points. They've got uh, – a new good number one receiver in DJ Moore, who had a pretty solid rookie year last year. But yep. defensively, I couldn't name one player. Luke Keekley. No. Luke yeah. Keekley's gone. They had Charles Tillman for a while. <laughs> Is he still on the team? You um, know, he's an FBI agent now. I know. And he was being investigated by the NFL for uh, a drug test or something last oh. month. Forgot they for the, the NFL forgot that Charles Tillman was retired and now works as an FBI agent, and still sent him his uh his daily or monthly NFL drug testing screening. But anyways, 
Panthers, not it. But um, we'll be at the bottom. Rest, um, rest of the, this division is tough because the Falcons have been a team that it seems like they always have the pieces. They just can't always put, they can't put it together. They put it together one season where they blew the Super Bowl lead, but they still have Cam Newton and Matt Ryan, or sorry, Julio Jones and Matt Ryan. Yeah. Um, um, they've got a that's it. offense. Um, yeah. Ten of their eleven starters or projected starters were first round picks. So yeah. Todd Gurley now too. They have talent and they have potential. Yeah, I, I for as good as they are, I don't see them outplaying the other two teams, the Saints and the Bucks. Um I'm high on the Bucks. I a lot of people think, you know, this is the downfall of Brady, but I think this is some of the best weapons Brady has ever had. Um you got Gronk coming back. Don't think he'll be the same Gronk, but he's still Gronk. Uh, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans have been there. Um, also, got to give a shout-out to Scotty Miller, who's the slot receiver, um, is also good friends with our boy Luke Westerman, so shout-out, Luke. Not even friends. They is it, are is it cousins? cousins. Cousins, okay. That's what I thought. But but yeah, he's – watch out for him. Yes. What would you say? Shout-out Scotty Miller in Bowling Green State University. Yeah, so he's going to be a weapon. And the Saints are going to be good, too. Um, obviously, you know, they still have Michael Thomas, Kamara, Drew Brees. Uh, I think the Saints will win the division. Barely. Uh, Bucks, Falcons, Panthers. Um, I'm a little different on this one. I still have the Saints winning division. Um, that's the best. I, I hate the Saints so much, but I – They're a great team. The production level that Breeze and Thomas have together and Alvin Kamara, depending on if he's fully healthy this year and his contract gets figured out, but I don't think that's going to affect his play. Um, I'm actually higher on the Falcons this year. I think there's they've showed so much trust in Dan Quinn. It, at some point, it's going to pay off. I think this year they finally do it, depending on how healthy Todd Gurley is. But they have Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, um, two good guys for Matt Ryan to throw the ball to. And Matt Ryan's always been a very good numbers guy when it comes to his production, too. His quarterback rating is always pretty high, like in the top 10 every year. And uh, like Stafford. Yeah, exactly. And I'm low on the Bucks. I'm getting very um, – I, I know they're talented. Don't get me wrong. I, I've got Chris Godwin as my number one receiver on uh, fantasy, at least on my team. But I'm getting very – you remember the Eagles, like, super team that they had? Yeah, I, of course. I'm getting, I'm getting that kind of vibe. I don't know. Hmm. Brady's first season, and he's just in a completely different uniform and all that stuff. It's gonna, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be very. Yeah. Um, I still think they go above five hundred. I still think it's Falcons and Bucks both go nine and seven. I think the Falcons have that tiebreaker. I actually have the Falcons in my playoff picture. Okay, that's interesting. I, I can't, uh, I can't bet against Bruce Arians though. I think if there's one coach that Brady could go from from Belichick to someone else and still play at the level that he's played, I think Bruce Arians is the right fit. And maybe, you know, a new a new look, uh, a change of scenery is what Tom Brady needed to get back. I can see that. Um, all right, let's move over to the NFC East. Um, we My have... least favorite division of all time. Because the media loves them for some reason. Uh, this, the media loves this division, which has, like, been the worst division – in the NFC for the past what? Yeah, I can't remember when they, when they were, when they were the best division in the NFC. But um, in contrast to that, I do think they improved this year. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to start off with the Cowboys. Their offense, they've got they've got everything you need for a Super Bowl championship. I mean, Dak Prescott, he's shown he can play. Obviously, it's just like how much do you pay the guy, and that's none of our issues. That's Jerry Jones' issue, and that's also Dak Prescott's issue. But he's got Harry Cooper, Michael Gallup, and CeeDee Lamb as his top three receivers. Those are all very good players. Um, I forgot who their tight end is. Is it Jarwin or is Jarwin on the – no. I can't remember who their tight end is. I think Jarwin might be on the Jaguars. I could be wrong, though. But um, And then you obviously have Zeke Elliott, who's been a top five running back his entire career since his rookie year, um, with one of the best offensive lines in the league. That – just everything – if you put everything together – and now you have a different coach in Mike McCarthy, who's he, in Green Bay. He always would 
like to call plays and then hand it off to somebody else and then take it back. The thing is, is he confident enough to stick with his guns and if they find something going on the offensive side for Dallas, can they – I could see them winning the NFC pretty easily. Yeah. You know, I'm not as high on the Cowboys because I feel like we've been hearing about how they're about to go to the Super Bowl for the past five years and they just have not impressed me. I think Dak's a good quarterback, but I'm just not high on him. I just don't think he is – He's not a Super Bowl winning quarterback without a, a great team around him. And I think he's got some good weapons, but ultimately in the end, I think it's going to come down to Dak Prescott making plays against good teams. And I just don't think he can keep up. And I, I'm not a big believer in McCarthy either. I feel like they underperformed when he was in Green Bay because I always feared Rodgers and the Packers. And then towards the end of his tenure there, there, I looked at the team and I was like, well, I only really fear Rodgers now because who's he throwing to? Because back then they had Jennings and Driver, Donald Driver and all those guys. But uh, I'm not sold on the Cowboys. I think the Eagles are going to be back. Carson Wentz is going to be back. And they still have pieces from their Super Bowl winning team a couple years ago. So I think Eagles will take the division with Cowboys second, getting a wild card maybe. And then Redskins, Giants are just going to be at the bottom. I think it's going to go Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Redskins. You went three for four there, dude. You 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 forgot. You forgot that the R words aren't a football team. Oh, I am so sorry. Oh, you, I meant you Eagles, are a terrible person. I. You know what I. That's embarrassing. You, you laid into me. I get to. I, I, got, I got got. You know they got. They got me on video right now, exposed, <laughs> 2020. Excuse me, I met the uh, Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, and the Washington football team. I just That's my to... prediction. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, um, I've got the similar order, but I have the Cowboys winning. Eagles, too. I think the Eagles are good. I think they could compete for a wild card, but I still don't think Wentz has enough weapons. I, I like Zach Ertz. They drafted I agree. Um, but they just cut Nelson Aguilar. Um, I mean, he can't catch. He can't catch like Aguilar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, they're, they're good. I, I just I could see them going 8-8 eight eight again. But we'll see. Um, I do think the Giants actually improve a little bit this year. Um, second year for Daniel Jones. Yep. Uh, weapons aren't bad. Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram is going to be a very good tight end this year. And then obviously you have Saquon Barkley, who's a monster. Um, give him <laughs> whatever he wants. And then the football team. That is just so funny. The football team. Um, which fo- Hey, which football team, though? Washington football team. Oh, okay. That Washington football team. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was confused. Dwayne Haskins in his first full season starting, he had a really bad rookie year. But he also got thrown into a situation where he kind of just had, was thrown in there like a deer, with, like deer in headlights. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a full year under the system now. I like Ron Rivera as a head coach. Um I love their receiver and Terry McLaurin. Uh, they got Chase Young. Um, they're really young. They're really unexperienced. So we'll just see how they do. I, yeah. I don't know. There's not a whole you know, lot. They, they got some nice pieces. They got a young quarterback, new coach. It seems like they've got everything that they need for the future except a team name. Basically. <laughs> and, and the only <laughs> That's what uh, – Dan Snyder. Yeah. He might get banned from the NFL. Yeah, he needs he, he needs awesome. to go. He's he needs to go. Class A scumbag. Yeah. Yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> um, but I think we all agree with that. Um, yeah. Moving to the AFC. Let's start off with the AFC mm-hmm. West. Defending okay. Kansas. Kansas City Chiefs. I think we can all agree. I, I think they'll win this division. I agree. I think. They're, I think the the only people that's going to compete with them, I think, are the Broncos. Um, can't really see them competing too much. This is basically the Chiefs are going to coast through this year and win this division. We don't, we don't really need to go into. We're going to try and go quicker through the AFC because yeah, yeah, we'll we got we got more picks to make. You know, um, Casey won. I think that's pretty easy. They're going to be the number one seed in the AFC. Um, I agree. Mahomes best player in the league. And they have everybody coming back on their offense except Damian Williams, who opted out as uh, the running back this year. But T. 
to swap him out, they got a first-round running back and Clyde, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who mm-hmm. a lot of people are high on in fantasy especially. He was a top-10 fantasy pick. So, hey, go Tigers. Tigers. LSU, champ. Yeah, so he's going straight from his last football game being the national championship to the NFL opener. Yeah, and it's, it's crazy to think, too, that the Chiefs' offense might have gotten even better this offseason with him. So <laughs> kind of scary. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the last – the other three teams can really be interchangeable. I think the Chargers specifically are going to take a big drop because, you know, first time without Phillip Rivers, young quarterback. Same thing with the Broncos. But I think all of those three teams can kind of mix in and out, but no one's going to compete with the, the Chiefs. So Here's the team I want to talk about. This is my number one dark horse team. I've been raving about them all offseason. I love the Denver Broncos this year. I know, I know you love them, but yeah, see, no. Okay, so let me just talk for a second. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> but um, I think they make the playoffs as the five seed, Denver. That's my pick. Um, the only issue that I have right now is Von Miller's injury. He just got hurt the other day, which is very tough. And then they got Bradley Chubb coming back on their defensive line from an ACL injury last year. Um, they still have, I think, the tools on defense. They've had a very good defense over the past few years. But I love their offense. I think it's a huge step up. Um, I love Drew Locke. I've, I loved him since college. And I think I've said that on the here multiple times. Um, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, very good one-two combo on the receiving end. They also have now a running back by committee and Melvin Gordon and uh, Philip Lindsay, who are both very good, both former 1,000-yard rushers, and a very good tight end from – my school of Iowa, Noah Fant. He has a oh, athletic ability, but he's at a tight end. You can dominate linebackers. I think that's a very scary offense. I mean, I, I think it's they got good weapons. So the only question is Drew Locke. And I agree. So with he'll that. have to he'll have to really take a step up if they're gonna play like that, if they're gonna, you know, make the the playoffs. But um yeah, they do have nice weapons around them. Yeah, I'm just I have high, I have high hopes on them because Drew Locke, he finished the season last year four and zero, and he's a first round pick for a reason. He's got ability, he's got potential, he's also got uh, a quarterback swagger, as you could say. Because oh I mean, yeah, I only say that because he was caught rapping Jeezy on the sidelines once. Yeah, well, it was that was a great song, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I like Drew Locke. He's got some swag. That is just the um, team I wanted to emphasize in that division. And that's all, basically. So let's, uh, let's move on to the AFC East because I really want to talk about this division. Completely agree. Since the, uh, the Pats are switching things up, this might be the first time that they don't have a cakewalk to, you know, the playoffs just by winning the division. I think it's crazy to say that I think the Bills are – it's their division to lose. I think the Bills are the favorite and – it's, I'd really be surprised if they don't win this division, which is weird for me to say. Yes, I But agree. I love their team that they have. No, I agree. Um, Josh Allen's third year, um, they just got Stephon Diggs, who I'll miss him, but I think he deserves a number one receiver spot where he's the guy to go to. Um, yeah, he'll help out that offense, too. They need some weapons. Yeah. And then running back Devin Singletary is going to be back for another year. Um, they also have one of the best defensive players in the league in Tredavious White, who just got paid. Lockdown, yep. They were the number one uh, ranked fantasy defense to pick this year. Or number two. They're number two behind Pittsburgh, actually. But they have, they have all the tools to win the division. I think it, it really is their division to lose. I think the Pats, they got Cam Newton in there now. Um, I think there's just going to be a new dynamic with him. Belichick has to adjust. Cam Newton has to adjust. I think they obviously take a step back. Bills go up. Um, and then I think Dolphins are going to be at the bottom again. So, uh, you know, Jets, if they if Darnold has a good year, they could compete with for that second spot again with the uh, Patriots. But I don't really think um, they have enough pieces there. So I think uh, I think only one playoff team from from this division is the Bills. Yep. Um, I agree with that. Um, I've got Bills one, uh, Patriots two. I think the Patriots still compete for a wild card, but um, I don't know how 
they're going to be, you know, I, I see them in near, near 500, maybe nine and seven at best. Uh, and then Jets and Dolphins is really a coin toss for me. I think the Jets have a chance to be worse than the Dolphins because um, they had Jamal Adams and then Jamal Adams just basically said, I don't want to be here anymore. And they traded him. Um, so really they, all they have is Darnold and Bell and it just depends on how they do. And then Miami is just, uh, when does Tua start? Yep. So, so we'll wait and see. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I got for that one. Um, I think we can move on to the AFC North now. Yeah. Um, very, I, I think there's a clear cut one, two here. And then mm-hmm. four. um, I, th- I think we can all kind of assume the order here. With, uh, yeah. We have, um, obviously, you have the reigning MVP, Lamar Jackson, back after four. Lamar. Big uh, trust. Yeah, big trust. And uh, <clears throat> now they have another running back that they have with them in J.K. Dobbins alongside Mark Ingram. So they're just adding more to their rushing attack. And a second year in Hollywood Brown with Lamar Jackson. The biggest thing now is how, I mean, we all know Lamar Jackson's top five player in the league with how dominant he is on his feet. But um, I kind of want to see more Lamar Jackson as a pocket passer. I want to see how he can do with that. Yeah. Maybe like pre-snap audibles and and reading coverages and stuff. Yeah. Because he was able to do it with his feet a lot last year. Yeah. You know, he led the team in in rushing. Yeah. Rushing and rushing. Very crazy. But, um, I don't know. I mean, they've got – they're an all-around team, well-coached under John Harbaugh. Great um, defense, too. Yeah. Uh, another great defense in the division is the Steelers, too. Um, I yeah. think they're going to make it a very close division. I still think Baltimore wins it, but um, Pittsburgh's defense is very good, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I think most people have a, a pretty good grasp on this division. This one's not very hard to figure out. It's definitely going to come down to the Ravens-Steelers. I feel like most people, along with myself, give the edge to the Ravens. But I did have a change in my rankings for this um, yesterday. I'm now going to put the Browns in last place and possibly last place in the entire NFL due to the fact that Odell likes to get pooped on. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I I think they won't be able to recover from that as a team. I I don't think I I could look over at my teammate – Envision him getting pooped on, so I moved the I moved the Browns to fourth in the division. Bengals, Joe Burrow, definitely out playing poop Odell. <laughs> Are you only putting them at four for that reason only? Yes, yes. And then if Odell does not get pooped on, they can get the three, but nothing higher than that. All right. I'm not I'm not high on the Browns this year, especially after that. <laughs> uh, I. I see what you're saying. No, um, I like Cleveland's roster. Siri just turned off. Um, I like the Browns roster a lot. Miles um, Garrett's got a big contract. The biggest thing is, you know, can they put it together? They just hired an offensive coach who was the Vikings offense coordinator last year, Kevin Stefanski. Um, and they also have Kareem Hunt to a two-year extension. So it kind of raises question marks for, say, you drafted Nick Chubb this year in fantasy. <laughs> You, I could see Kareem Hunt taking that to, uh, starting spot over Nick Chubb. Could, but um, yeah, I don't know. A lot of a lot of new, uh, a lot of new faces. I feel like uh, Big Ben's back for the Steelers. Joe Burrow starting for the Bengals. Um, I don't know. I, I I hope that Joe Burrow has a good year to kind of implement himself as a franchise quarterback, and. Um, I don't know. I just – He's not working with much out there. No, I mean, A.J. Green and Tyler, Ty, uh, Tyler Boyd are good. Yeah. Like, how much else do they have? I know Joe Mixon's pretty good too, but can't be high on the Bengals that much. No. Yeah. But uh, last division here, we got AFC South. Let's uh, let's make this one quick so we can get into the playoff predictions. Yes. Um. Yeah. So weird, weirdly to start off with this, the Titans were in the AFC Championship last year. A lot of people are going to forget that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Titans, they have former uh, – well, they have one of the best running backs in the league in Derrick Henry. They just signed Tannehill, I think, to an extension. Uh, could be wrong there, but I think that's what he did. 
And um, they just signed Javian Clowney. That was a yeah, yeah, great move. Yeah. And they also have a stud wide receiver from the Wheaton, Illinois, Wheat Warmville South High School, Tiger football, Corey Davis. Yeah, shout out Corey Davis. Shout uh, out. Um, even though I think he's listed as wide receiver two or three. Mm, that's tough. Well, the, the was it A.J. Brown? Was that the receiver they got last? He was, he's a pretty good receiver. Yeah, he's very good. So, no knock on Corey Davis because um, he's still very good. But, uh, yeah, Brown's, he's got he's got some good stuff going. Um, but obviously, I think my biggest question mark with the Titans, I still think that that's the best team in the AFC South. But um, they got to go and just be a more passing team. I think the Titans' defense is still very good, and Brable's a defensive coach. They have one of the better secondaries, uh, secondary players in the AFC, and Kevin Bayard, too. He's also a very good player. But um, mm-hmm. can they show a balanced offense instead of just using Derrick Henry like they did in the playoffs? So that's that's the question. We'll see if they they make that jump. They used Tannehill a lot in play action last year. I think was it Tannehill's first year with the Titans last year? Uh, or was that his second year? That's something I'm not sure about. But obviously, I'm he, not sure. He filled in for Mariota. Yeah, I, I feel like you know he'll be more comfortable with the system and what they're trying to do offensively. So you know they might be fine, but. I think it's really a Titans division to lose. Texans are going to take a step back. Not a huge one, but uh, I think offensively they're going to be missing De- DeAndre Hopkins, obviously. Mm-hmm. But Watson's going to be good. And then Jackson Colts, I think they're going through rebuild. I think the Colts are trying to hang around, you know, after the Andrew Luck fiasco. by throwing Phillip Rivers in there, but I think, you know, Phillip Rivers is is on his way out here. So, my predictions go uh, Titans, Texans, Jags, Colts. Um, the one thing I'll disagree with you on that one, um, I do think the Colts finish ahead of the Texans. I think the Texans will have a bigger drop-off than you think because they think actually so. use a lot of pieces. And also, I just don't think they're a very good coach. Uh, Deshaun Watson's not paid. Obviously, he's going to be the face of their franchise. But mm-hmm. they need more. Also, if you didn't know, the Bears, uh, they traded up to draft Trubisky instead of Watson, I don't know if you knew that. Yourself, I'm the guy. Well, I just assumed it feels weird if I if no one brings it up. Or you could. <laughs> if I don't see that graphic, I can I can envision the graphic in my head right now. Mahomes, Trubisky, Watson. Well, that's that's your issue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Coop. Playoffs. Yeah. All right. We got this here. I can't remember all of my number one picks, but I can predict uh, probably the division championships. All right. So, in the AFC, I'll go in order. Um, I'll just list them off all at once. You go ahead. Kansas City 1, Baltimore 2. Um, I think that you can kind of flip-flop those if you'd like, but that's just right. I agree with those. That's my 1 and 2. I'll have Buffalo. At um, I'm not saying they're going to be – I don't think 3 and 4 in the AFC are going to have very, like, dominant records. Um, yeah. And Tennessee at 4. And I said earlier, Denver is my fifth seed. And then I'm going to go Pittsburgh at six. I could also see Pittsburgh kind of making a jump to five, even competing with the Baltimore uh, with Baltimore for the division. And then my seven spot, I do think New England squeaks in there. Um, I don't see Belichick having a team go under 500. I just don't think that makes sense. Even with all their opt-outs on the defensive side of the football, they have a next man up mentality. And I think, I don't know, I just assume the Patriot way is going to find mm-hmm. a way to make a, a playoff team. Um, I think Cam Newton will be fine. He'll be a good quarterback. He's um, – I don't know if he's still dealing with that shoulder issue that he's had, but um, he'll be fine. I think they'll, they'll, make it, they'll make do with what they got there. Did you have Pittsburgh at five? I had Pittsburgh at six. Okay, you had Denver at five. Yeah. So I, I agree with your one through four. I definitely have Kansas City, Ravens, um, Bills, Titans – Number five, I'm going Pittsburgh. And then number six, I'm, I'm still high on the Texans. I think Deshaun Watson can carry them, but they're obviously going to be missing something in, once they hit the playoffs. And then I think the Patriots sneak in at that sixth seed, that, that extra wild card, or seventh, I guess. All right. Yep. I, uh, I just – the one spot I think that we uh, had different was six, uh, six spot. So, yep. Yep. 
Uh, NFC, I'm going to have Seattle at one, um, New Orleans at two. Uh, I mean, I'm playing biased, but I really like the Vikings this year, depending on if Neil Hunter comes back so I'm <laughs> the way he, I, I expect him to. Um, I'm going to have them at three and then Dallas at four. And then my three NFC wildcard teams are going to be a little different. Um, defending NFC champions, the uh, Niners at five for me. I think they take a little bit of a step down. I think a Super Bowl hangover is actually a real thing. And um, they just play a little bit less like they uh, could be capable of. Um, I have Atlanta at six. At Hot six. Atlanta. Break out, and I'm predicting it this year. <laughs> so they'll be a wild card team. I think the division's too good for them to win it. But I think they can make, it a t- make themselves a top six team. And then I've got Arizona at seven. I think Arizona's due for a breakout year. A lot of people forget that Chandler Jones led the league in sacks last year, and he was very good. Um, and I think their offense is going to be very unique, especially under Cliff Kingsbury with uh, Larry Fitzgerald still there, Christian Kirk's there. And then they got DeAndre yeah. Hopp. Yep. Yes. They finesse <laughs> Houston. So I, that's another dark horse team I have is Arizona. I agree. I mean, I still have Arizona still uh, making it as a wild card. But my picks, I'm going Saints at one. Still think they're the best team in the NFC. Seahawks, two. Uh, three, I'm going Cowboys, as much as I hate to say it. Um, but then four, I'm going Vikings. Those are my division winners. Five, uh, first first wild card team I got is the Buccaneers. Um, Parker. You know, don't sleep on time. Yeah? Then you had the Eagles winning division. Did I? Oh, see, uh, you caught me lacking twice, and I'm going with the Eagles. I'm going with the Eagles. Cowboys are my next wild card team. So, Cowboys are the sixth. Yeah. Eagles win the division, get the three seed, and then my last spot is also the Cardinals. Okay. So, unfortunately, Bears are going to be in the hunt, but they don't make it. I'd love for them to prove me wrong, but that's that's my one through six. Well, it's interesting. Seven. Seven. We both don't have the Packers winning it or getting in the playoffs. No, I have, I'm not worried about the Packers. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Disrespect. I'm always for it. <laughs> hey, anything towards Rodgers, I don't. Yep. No, I get that. I don't really like uh, that guy. Now let's go with a couple of season uh, awards. We don't have to go into okay. all. I think but, uh, let's just do MVP and then maybe a couple rookie of the years. Yep. Um, MVP, I have Russell Wilson. I think at some point he's going to win one. He's as accurate as you can be off his, uh, out of the pocket. Um, he can make plays on his feet. You know, I just think a mobile quarterback's the way to go. Um, that's why I'm so high on the Cardinals too with Kyler Murray. A lot of people have him as a dark horse MVP candidate, but I think at some point Russell Wilson's got to win one. And I think this is the year he does it. That's a, I got a, an interesting pick, I think. Um, I mean, I got two guys. I think, obviously, Mahomes is one, depending on if he, you know, decides that he just wants to dominate every game. You know, when it, whenever he picks and chooses when he wants to play, you know, at his, at his best. But my hot take is I think Drew Brees at some point is going to win a, another MVP. Uh, and has he won one before? No. No. So, I, I think – there's got to be a way that Drew Brees wins the MVP. Putting up the numbers that he has these past couple of years, especially, you know, leading the Saints to the best, te- the best team in the NFC. Um, unless something crazy happens, like last year was Lamar Jackson's, you know, breakout year. Unless something crazy like that happens again, you know, individual player. I think Drew Brees, so long as he keeps putting up the numbers, keeps putting up the wins, I think he takes home the MVP. Mm-hmm. You know, time about time he gets the credit that he deserves. No, I see that. Um, I'm opposite. I think Drew Brees has a little bit of a uh, step down. But uh, a, lot of people, a lot of people see it the other way, and I understand. I mean, he's still very accurate. He still has a good receiving core. Um, mm-hmm. And when you're working with a guy like Sean Payton, who's had experience, has a Super Bowl championship, um, I wouldn't be shocked that the Saints, uh, you know, go 13-3, and 14-2 with a Brees MVP. Um, yep. I wouldn't be shocked to see both sides. So I, I see that. Um, offensive rookie of the year. Um, I'll let you go first for that one. 
I think it's Burrow. Burrow? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go different. I think Clyde Edwards-Alaire is going to be the uh, offensive rookie of the year just because it's hard for me to pick a guy that's going into a system, as especially of like how important the quarterback position is, to go in there and win it right away. Um, although we've seen that happen in the past few years, um, I think Kyler Murray's rookie uh, season helped a lot with him being a mobile guy. But um, mm-hmm. I think Allaire's going to be put into the system right away and he's going to work. Yeah. I just think with, with Allaire, he's just going to have too many people to compete with in terms of getting the ball, you know. Because, I mean, he's going to mix in that running back. He's not the main guy there. I think it's going to be tough for him to get touches. And I, they'll definitely find ways to get him the ball. But I think he's not going to be as – he's not going to be a, a premier option on that offense, you know, when you got Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, but, uh, the offense is loaded. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And then defensive rookie, I'm going Chase Young. Yep, I agree with that one. Defense, I yeah. Rookies and sacks. And uh, he's got an NFL build. I think he's just yeah, he's, on it right away. He's a scary dude, except he, I don't know what team he plays for. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, division championships, who you got? Um, I've got the uh, Seattle is going to win the NFC, in my opinion. Um, I hate it. I, I don't like I, – I hate picking the NFC championships because it's just like – because you want it to be the Vikings. Of course, yeah. I mean, I, I have the most rooting interest in the NFL, but I do think Seattle is going to have a huge step up, um, especially on defense with their Jamal Adams trade. And then the AFC, I think Kansas City goes back-to-back um, in the AFC. And then um, Super Bowl pick, I, it's hard for me not to pick Kansas City to win this year. Um, they just have the best roster, um, especially on the offensive side. It's an offensive league now. Um, I just can't go against it. I like it. Interesting picks. Um, I got pretty similar. I definitely have – who was your your other AFC team? Um, In the AFC championship. Oh, uh, I didn't pick the championship uh, opponents. Um, screw it. I'm going to go Dallas. I think Dallas actually makes the NFC championship this year. I think that – Wait, 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 wait. You said Seattle over – I didn't say – I didn't pick Dallas. go up against. I'm going to say Dallas. Okay. Uh, I just okay. want to be biased and pick the Vikings just because, like, <laughs> oh, they're actually going to be bad. You know, I, I'm not going to do that. Even though I truly think we can, I'm not going to do it. And then, well, I'm going to be I'm gonna be an unbiased. Don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. You know, just let it let it play out. But, uh, I think, and AFC, um, AFC I'm going to go Baltimore. I, easy. I think okay. Baltimore is going to learn from their experience of losing in the divisional round last year and uh, improve in the playoffs. Yeah, so – so I have the same AFC. I'm going KC and Baltimore. I think KC comes out again. I think in the AFC, it's going to be the beginning of some type of rivalry between the young quarterbacks, Lamar and Mahomes. Hopefully it can be sort of like a, a basketball parallel. Um, you know, how two players will, will always meet up in the playoffs. Hopefully we see a lot of Lamar Jackson and Mahomes matchups in the playoffs in the future. But uh, NFC, I'm going Seattle and New Orleans. And uh, I'm going Seattle or New Orleans over Seattle. Um, I think this is going to be. I think the Saints have to go all in this year. So I think Drew Brees is going to play out of his mind. If I think if they don't, it's for them it's Super Bowl or bust. So if they don't make it, then then they're uh, they're blowing it up. But then I got KC, New Orleans in the Super Bowl, and I'm going back to Kansas City. I, I think Mahomes is when he wants to, he can be you know, some of the most unstoppable quarterbacks of all time. So, KC is the Super Bowl winner. Yep. And then uh, I, I personally – MVP. A dynasty has already started in Kansas City. I think that they have been set up for dominance for the next five to ten years, especially with Lockheed. Yeah. I've known for that much. Um, I just think the choice is uh, – it's Kansas City versus the league, I think. I They just – they it, have – It's really – it's really theirs to lose you know it's it's hard to I know they're the favorite and it sounds cliche or you're going with the uh the majority pick here but I truly don't see them losing you know once it once it matters so yeah I agree with that um I think that first Super Bowl is so huge for them to set up 
for years of dominance. So yep. I kind of see the shift turning from New England to Kansas City. Until Trubisky breaks out. Oh, shut up. And then the Bears come out. So <laughs> just wait. Watch out. Bears dynasty. Mitch is, Mitch is back this year. Let's play some football, baby. I'm excited. Yep. Kickoffs in like 15 minutes. I'm going to turn it on right now. But uh, that's, I believe, all we got for our show this week. And um, you got any, you got any oh. final things to say? Uh-huh. Well, hopefully, you know, stuff, our schedules clear up, but uh, we got a lot of school going on, so we'll try and be back next week. But We'll try. Um, we'll do it sometime soon. Yeah, we'll keep giving out content. Coop, real quick, picks for tonight, uh, NBA and NFL. I got the Lakers being the Rockets. I've got um, Kansas City winning, but in a close one. It's going to be high score. The defenses are going to be scoring. very, very bad this week. Watch. There's going to be a lot of high okay, I, I think it's going to be the reverse. I think the Chiefs win, but I think it's going to be low scoring. I think it's going to be ugly. They're going to miss, miss timings with the receivers, quarterbacks, whatever. Um, and the NBA, I think the Lakers win as well. Um, yeah, I think the Lakers went out. I think the Clippers also win uh, game five. Um, yep, otherwise, that's about it. Uh, I might post some gambling picks this week. We'll see. But um, if I'm feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Absolutely. Well, that's our show. Tune in sometime soon. Uh, peace out. Football is back. Tell me who rock, who sell out in the stores You tell me who flop, who cop the blue drop Who jewels got blocks, who mostly go she down to the blue drop The same old pimp, mace, you know ain't nothing changed but my limp Can't stop till I see my name on a blimp Guarantee me yourselves, pull a level up You don't believe in Harlem world, nigga double up We don't play around, it's a bet, lay it down Niggas didn't know me, 91, bet they know me now I'm the young Harlem nigga with the Goldie sound Can't no PD, niggas hold me down Cooler, school me to the game, now I know my duty Stay humble, stay low, blow like booty. True pimp, nigga, spin no dough on the booty. And when you yell, there go mace, there go your cutie.